is going on everyone welcome to the first episode of shay says i am actually so excited and i know many people know me as being very assertive and sassy but if you personally know me i'm just like a nerd at full heart i love talking about information that i've learned and to give it to people so this is really what this podcast is all about now if you do not know what Shay says is, please, please, please stop this episode and go to my introduction episode. And I really explain what I'm doing. Ultimately, I just want you to have an open mind and think about what you usually do or what you usually believed. And if you're able to change that, and if not, hey, I want this to be an open conversation. So now, let's get into this episode. I want us to all think about the person that whenever we see them come on our timeline on Twitter or on Instagram or on Facebook and we just low-key we just very low-key get aggravated, but not even at anything in particular just they're happy you know they're they have everything together we knew they would they have their perfect hair their perfect relationship their perfect body just a perfect caption and if you're sitting here truly telling me that you don't feel this way about one person i promise you someone probably thinks of you this way so once we see this person whether it is a celebrity or someone we grew up with or anything we think about ourselves are we that confident are we that put together should i do this workout routine should i get my hair blown out like this and then show everyone that i'm doing great after my breakup like we we get into these thoughts and subconsciously it overpowers what we actually do in real life and we don't even think about it but we try to prove to ourselves that we have that high self-esteem too. Now in today's episode, we're really going to dive into what self-esteem is, where we lie on that spectrum, and why society puts an emphasis on having high self-esteem. And actually, we're going to go over some myths that we put on people with low and high self-esteem and how they're not true. This conversation is one of my favorites because I've learned so much about the expectations I put on myself and the expectations I put on others and I hate even admitting it but it's true and really after learning all of this I understood that no one's perfect and not even myself and I hope you guys can really see that too. You know, you're gonna hear some things in this episode you may like or you don't like, but this episode isn't meant to be perfect. You get the theme imperfection? <laughs> Let's get into what self-esteem actually is. Now, what is self-esteem? I never knew really what it was. I was just like, oh, I, I have high self-esteem, you know? Look at me, I'm confident. <laughs> And that's not really all there is to it. So, self-esteem is one's individual sense of their self-worth or their value of where they place themselves at. It's how much you appreciate yourself. 
are you worthwhile? What do you think about yourself? Now, from when we were younger to now, I believe that there was just an immediate placement that we hold on people who have high self-esteem and we put them on a pedestal. And if you do not have high self-esteem, we have to look down on you. We judge you immediately. We assume that you do not have your life together. As a society, we think that people who have higher self-esteem have better lives, better things, better relationships, achieve more, while people with lower self-esteem don't. (laughs) And that's not true. So social psychologist Roy Baumeister, along with other psychologists, had worked together and they found that a lot of our assumptions about people with different levels of self-esteem are just cultural myths, okay? So for example, we assume that people with low self-esteem engage in really risky behaviors, you know, like drinking a lot, involving themselves in drugs, uh, a lot of sex, you know, we, we believe that these people do not care about themselves, so that's what they do. But of course that was founded to not be true. Now before I even get into that, we are not talking about one who is addicted to drugs or addicted to alcohol because that is a completely different story. But I am discussing the emerging adulthood, which is us, our generation, and normalcy. So just people who party a lot, let's say, in that sense. So it was founded that it's not true and people with high self-esteem do this. Remember, self-esteem is the value you place on yourself. So yeah, if I feel as if I am that bitch, okay? If I feel as if that is who I am, then I, I am going to show you how many shots I can take and I am gonna show you how much I can smoke because that's what someone with higher self-esteem essentially would do. Now, they even showed that people with higher self-esteem actually don't have better job performances or better achievement in school. There's no linkage between self-esteem and success. It wasn't that strong. Now, try to get with this concept. People with lower self-esteem, they think very negatively about their lives. Even if there's positive things, they will only focus on the negativity. And people with higher self-esteem, they know that their life isn't perfect, but they will portray as if their life is great because they are more content. So that's why we assume they have better life satisfaction or even better relationships, which in turn brings up another myth. We think that people with high self-esteem care about the relationship so much, but they are actually bigger threats in a relationship because if it's not going in their favor, they are more likely to seek another partner. Versus people with low self-esteem, they do everything to stay with a partner, even if that person is disrespectful. They will put up with a lot more. And this leads us into our next topic. So how can we see when someone actually has low self-esteem versus high self-esteem? And we are able to see this based on the people they actually surround themselves with. When I was younger, my mom always told me that the people I surround myself with actually shows a lot more about myself and I never really understood what she meant until I got older. So another psychologist, William Swan, spoke on the concept self-verification. 
which is when he indicates that people choose to be around people who see them as how they see themselves, which supports their own self-view. So when I finally learned about self-verification, I just felt as if this was the one thing I needed to know to click. And I thought it was awesome. So the best way that I was able to understand it is that we have a choice between favorable people versus unfavorable people. And if one were to have high self-esteem, you stick with those favorable people. These are the ones that respect you. They place you at a higher value because you place yourself at a high value. Do you guys get what I'm putting down? These favorable people show a lot more for people with higher self-esteem. Yet, if you have low self-esteem, you know that you want someone who is favorable, but you will resonate more with unfavorable people. So this person does not respect you fully and they will show a lot more of your insecurities, but you'll want that because you place a low value on yourself. It's, it, I deserve to be ignored. I deserve to be spoken to that way because I, I, look at me. Does that make sense, guys? And this was basically the basis of what Swan did to determine what self-verification was by putting people with different self-esteem levels with these favorable and unfavorable commentaries by different people. So I really hope you guys are getting this and to understand that people with lower self-esteem, it's not that they don't want the favorable people, but the unfavorable people or the unfavorable decision or whatever, it just resonates a lot more with that person. Are you guys still with me? This podcast is going to be so hard to listen to if you are deflecting a lot of the information because this is a self-reflection kind of podcast and we're all in this together. Trust me, I'm not saying all of this and then I'm just sitting here on my high horse. Like it, it took me a while to really understand what my value is of myself and my confidence and that, that's all I just want people to understand. Now, before we end, I really kind of want us to have a way to think about where we lie on the spectrum. So I will ask three questions for everyone to think about. Do you hold on to negative evaluations that people may make about you? Do you tend to think negatively on everything in your life, from the slightest to the largest, and constantly expecting rejection? And lastly, do you have more sensitivity to criticism and continuous worry on your personal problems? which may result in sleep problems and more aches than the next person. Now, if you answered yes to any of those questions, yeah, there might be some low self-esteem in there and that's okay. 
It really is. You can act very confident towards anyone and you could still have low self-esteem. Or hey, maybe you've even listened to this and you're like, I am a straight narcissist. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But uh, take this episode lightly. Like, you know, you now you know where you are on the spectrum of self-esteem and you're going to be able to go into the next episodes taking the information that will really suit you. And if you do have high self-esteem, this podcast is still for you because if you have it, you know that there's always more room to grow. So I hope you guys are ready to figure out some more stuff about yourself and some things that you may not know. Thank you guys for listening and I will talk to you in the next episode.